Welcome to the Martial Arts Business Podcast, helping martial arts club owners grow, develop, and scale their schools with marketing, retention, systems, staff, branding, social media, and much more, giving you the tools and skills to become a black belt in business. Here's your host, three times world martial arts champion, award-winning school owner, successful business coach, and number one best-selling author, Gordon Bircham. Hi, uh, Gordon Bircham here, and welcome to the Martial Arts Business Podcast and the live feed this morning. So um, today we're talking about an amazing subject um, that absolutely has helped change my life and will change pretty much every school owner's lives when they get it right. It's probably one of the hardest things to um, to do to develop um, because you you know you're having to deal with people, you're having to deal with emotions, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. It's really really powerful though once you get this right. Um, and it took me such a long time to get this right, like ridiculous amount of time, um, many many years. It re- I really used to struggle um, with this element of my business. And because, you know, I wasn't very good at it, you know, um, I, I wasn't, uh, I, I used to feel I, I had to do it myself. Um, I used to feel that I was the only person that could do it um, of any, with any substance, with any, um, with any skill. And actually it was a complete delusion. And I, um, I really want to share this bit because over the last, I would say, I mean, I've been developing, um, and, and by the way, um, the thing is staff, as you, if you've probably already known. So um, staff is something that um, I, you know, even when I was growing my school um, to big to big um, proportions and um, some of my massive growth stages, I may have had uh, a member or two of staff, but even then I was not managing them correctly. And I wasn't doing the right things with them. I wasn't doing, I wasn't training them properly. I mean, I had a full, full-time member, admin staff, if you like. So a PA stroke administration, full-time. And at the time I was, um, I had, you know, I was, I was that kind of person that when I got staff, when I had her there, it was like, this is your job to do, get and do it. I did that so many times. And so many times I failed when it came to staff, when it came to developing them. So I want to share with you today some of the insights I've had over the years to now having a team of, well, if I take it over both businesses, I've probably got a team of about 15 to 20 staff um, that uh, do amazingly well in the school that are very, you know, in both businesses, by the way, Business Mastery and my um, my martial arts business. And you know, we have a fantastic team and, and it takes a long time to develop that. And I want to give you some insight to that now to help you because um, building a team is the one thing that will give you freedom above everything else. Um, I've had some amazing people in my life um, over the years. I've had some amazing staff and I've made some big mistakes with them as well, which has been such a shame, really, if I'm honest. Um, but that's part of the learning. That's part of the growing. That's the part of the evolving because um, you're going to have that sometimes. You're going to have the point where you, you know, you make mistakes along the journey. You know, staff are, they're so important to your freedom. They're so important to your growth. You know, I, I really believe this. Like, like I have one of the things that I did within my martial arts school, which was a little bit different to a lot of people. Because um, a lot of schools, what they work on first is they work on um, getting instructors first. 
Now, there's pros and cons to that. And it's something like I literally, because I'm one of them people that goes all in. So um, I, yes, I, I've, I've had a, an instructor team, et cetera, um, over the years for sure. But I didn't really focus re- heavily on that. Um, I, I focused more on the operational side of the business. Now, there's a reason for that. And the reason that I did that, and, and there's two two things here I want to share. But the, the reason that I did that was because I seen if, like, if I could just teach martial arts at the time, that's my passion and that's my love. Then I could, um, if every, all the operation was done, if the administration was done, the marketing was done, the uh, PAM was done, um, the cleaning was done, and all the other operational sides of the business were done, it meant that I could do, which was my passion, which was to teach martial arts. It took me a long time to get to that point because um, I was very much a person, as are lots of martial arts instructors, the ones I speak to, um, they have a, not a control issue, but have a controlling feature in their lives where they, they want to control everything. They want to micromanage. They, um, they feel it's easier to do it themselves rather than give it away. They feel it's easier to, um, to, um, to uh, hold it all in house uh, because if they train someone, what if they, what if they move away? What if they set up on their own? All this rubbish that we create. The fact is this, and I've learned this along my journey is like having a team around you has given me such freedom. And I'm going to share, stay with me because I'm going to share with you some of the essentials that I've learned on my journey that have helped me become really good at building teams. And, um, you know, what it's given me, it's given me one of the biggest values in my life, which is freedom. Like I, I like to be free. I'm a kind of character that likes to do what I like to do. I'm a bit of a kid like that. I like to do what I want to do. I, you know, I can throw my dummies out my plant pram a little bit sometimes because that's my character. Um, and I like to do what I want to do. So I realized actually if I want to live a life that I want, I've got to do what I love. And if you're doing what you love, you have more energy. Many people say, well, how you got so much energy? Because I'm doing what I love. So I'm building a team, building an infrastructure that will allow you the freedom to go on holiday for a month, to step back from your business and work on it rather than in it, which is a big trait. Like lots of martial arts scholars are working in it all the time, in it, <laughs> rather than rather than on their business and staff allow you to work on it. They allow you to step back and have a vision for your business, but it's not easy. It's been and continues to be one of the biggest challenges in my businesses. But you know what? I absolutely love having people around me. I love having staff and I'm learning every day. Like I, I can guarantee you now, I that this BS that people are like they're the, the be all end all. They know it all. I don't know it all at all. I'm just sharing here the stuff that I that, that I've learned along my journey to build where I've got my school today and my two businesses, you know, and I'm very proud of them. But I'm continuing to learn every day. I'm still developing the stuff. I'm still developing ways and means, but I've definitely got a lot to share with you today. So um one of the things with staff that you've got to get, and this is so important, is having the staff, having like if you want to get staff. You, if you want freedom in your business, you need a team. And then you, but here's the thing, you got to start, but you've got to learn. Like, so imagine putting your white belt on in staffing, like <laughs> building, building a business as in like you doing it is okay. Building a staff team is a completely different beast altogether. So what you've got is you've got 
to then put your white belt on and learn about that, make the mistakes. Because yeah, even though what I'm going to teach you, you will make the mistakes. You will have your own vision, your own values, your own holdups, your own barriers. So here's the thing. One of the best things to do is make sure is you've got staff in the right position. And I struggled with this for a long time. Like I used to just get someone who could do the job, i.e. Um, they could do the hours. And I would put them in that role. And that is not necessarily the right thing because what you tend to find is people will say, yeah, yeah, I can do that. But actually, it doesn't mean they've got the skill set or the love for that role. So you've got to find the people who love that role, love what they like, like could do it every day. That was one of the big things that I learned a couple of years ago was it really made sense to me. If, if you find people who love that specific role and you don't give them other things that they don't love, you'll be fine. Like lots of people, what they do is if you're like me, like I was, if I employed someone, I wanted to do everything and I wanted them to work every second of every day and they couldn't have a break. And if they were stood there for five seconds on the phone, I'd be asking why they're on the phone. You know, that was the kind of character that I was. So um, I think it's really important that you get people who love what that love that role, could do it every day, and don't give them too much. That's a top tip for you guys, please. And I know what people do is they'll go, yeah, but I can only afford this now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get them doing everything. I promise you now it's a recipe for disaster and you don't really move forwards because they're trying to do everything. So number one is break, like I've said before, when I've done, done this stuff, it's like break it down into segments and work out what roles they are. But I don't want to talk about roles and stuff. I want to talk about what to do with them when you've got stuff. So, But fundamentally, you've got to make sure you've got the person in the right role and test them, tweak them. Now, uh, one of the tips I want to give you is it's important that when you build a team, which I've done many times, is that you look at their skill set after sort of two or three months. And then your job as the owner, manager, etc., is to make sure that you know and understand what their skill set is, because what they think their skill set is, is not necessarily what their skill set is, because they think like that they're really good at something, but you'll know from the action that they take, from the work they do, from the results they give you, how good they are. So if you've got staff members now, you need to ask the question, what results am I getting? And if you feel that you are um, doing the work for them, even though you've got them employed or part of your team, part-time, doesn't matter what it is, then they're not doing their job. And you normally can tell that after about three months, okay? So then you look at the skill set that they do have, and and this is what we've done really well, and I want to share with you, is we've done this so well, and it's a great trait, is to don't, don't judge them on that role. Look at them and say, okay, so where is their skill set, and where will they fit in this business? But all these things that need to be done within the business – what, where would they fit? It's a great thing to do, guys, because it's much easier to move people around your company so they get to know elements of your, of your, of your business rather than keep hiring new people. Because I want you to write this down and take note of this. Everyone has a skill set. Everyone can do stuff, yeah? You've just got to work out what they're good at and how they fit in your, in your, um, your uh, company. And in, in your structure, I promise you, when you can do that, you'll keep people longer. They'll understand your business longer. And then you'll get people, you will get them in a roles um, that they love and enjoy. And that's your job because what they think they want, what they think they're good at is not necessarily what they are good at. So some tips for you here. 
Number one, you need to motivate your staff. You need to inspire them. You don't need to bring them down. You know, they've got to, yes, you've got to be strong, you've got to be firm, but please, like, if you're going in every class and you're knocking them down, you've got to treat every staff member that you have, whether it's instructors, whether it's operational staff, whatever that is, I can promise you now, you've got to be the motivation in their lives. You've got to create an environment that they want to be in, you know, even down to your leadership team. They've got to want to be there. Don't be knocking them down. You've got to treat them like a kid, which is you've got to give them all the good, then tell them where they need to improve. You know, as, as I call it, the shit sandwich, where you've got to give them the, you know, this is great. You're amazing at this, but what do we need to do to get you to here? And then you're great, though. You know, high five, you know, that kind of stuff. That's really important. So motivate your staff. How do you motivate your staff? You find out what motivates them. What do they want? What do they need in their lives? Like the trick, the skill in all of this, guys. And I was t- speaking to a client yesterday. It's like, your biggest thing to do with staff, okay, is to find out what their passions are, what their motivation is like, where where they want to go in their life, what they want in life. You know, what is it? What salary are they looking for in the future? What what dreams do they have? Where do they? And then your job is to align that with your what they're doing within the company. With it, so they can say, well, well, if we get to there, you'll get to there. Wow, they're now inspired and motivated. So you've got to keep, create that motivation. You've got to inspire them through great leadership, like being a great leader. You know, being an inspiring leader, someone who like. You know, when they come in, they, they kind of, well, I want to I be inspired, not just by you, which is really important, but by the environment. Inspire them by your vision. Inspire them by your big vision and the, the, the school's vision. I think it's really important. Like, make sure they're coming in. Like, my stuff, when they come in, they want to be there. They're inspired. They're motivated, you know, because I give them a lot of love. You know, we. I'm strong sometimes. I'm strong. I'm very decisive because I have a D profile as well as an I. So I'm very strong. But... But they also know the bigger picture. They know where we want to go to. Staff are magnificent. They're the biggest challenge in your business, but they're the greatest asset you'll ever have. So make sure that you're managing them. Make sure that you are, um, you know, uh, you're managing them correctly. You're like being a great manager is not telling them what to do. It's managing their expectations. It's managing them as people, nurturing them, making sure they're on point. Don't micromanage, but make sure that you, it's frustrating sometimes. You know, it's like, it's, you know, you can pull your hair out, but you have to manage people. And what I learned along my journey here is, guys, I've had managers in the business, but what I've realized is at the times, like, they're not, you need a big league manager, and that could be 100K a year. Plus, for a, a big league manager. Now, lots of school owners are not of that size. So I went, actually, what do I want more of? Well, I want more operational stuff. And actually, I realized that I can actually manage people because I can, you know, I can I, I can bring my D profile out. I can, you know, I can bring my eye out and influence them and help them. So I was like, okay, I'm taking over that role, which has been much better. But you've got to manage. You've got to manage the people. You've got to manage their expectations. You've got to manage their emotions. Yeah, it's really important that you do that. Now, you can't, because where I used to be is I would tell them what to do and say, I've told them now they can do it. You know, and here's the thing that like, I'm going to go down to the teaching element. If they're not getting it, and this is the key thing that I had to learn, and I said, and I, this comes up in mastermind meetings where we were in this, we go over this a lot in masterminds. Like a lot of the masterminds that we do, we go over this in detail. We help our masterminders, you know, get to the next level when it comes to staff. So 
So but here's the thing. If you don't teach them correctly, they're not going to get the job done. So here's what we tend to do as 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 owners. We have a, we, we say we haven't got time to teach our staff or we'll spend a little bit of time and then expect them to be masters of that role. So you are look at yourself sometimes and say, OK, what do I need to do better when it comes to developing staff? Normally, it's I'm not giving them enough time to teach them. So, number one, have you got an onboarding process? Onboarding them for a week. Number two, which is they're, they're not actually doing anything. They're just learning how everything goes. Number two, are you actually teaching them, you know, properly teaching them and not just telling them? There's a difference. So it's not teaching. They've then got to do it. Then you've got to reteach them. Then you've got to show them. Then they've got to have some videos. Then they've got to have some more teaching. And what we tend to find is, is that we, we get frustrated because like, well, I've already told them that 10 times. Well, here's the thing. If a child, if you're teaching a child to walk, after the third time of them falling down, we don't say, oh, I've had enough now. You've taught them already. You keep picking them back up. You say, go on, go on. That is the same when you have an adult. You have to treat them like a baby when they're walking. And this is the thing that it was so frustrating to me. But now I have to be real. I, have to have, I literally have to hold my breath and say, no, it's because they've not got it yet. You might go, well, no, some, no, sometimes we can, oh, they're, they're just stupid. They don't understand. No, you've not taught them right. And I can promise you, this element here, guys, is fundamentally the biggest thing that you need to work on is, am I teaching them correctly? So it might be that that person needs to see it a thousand times. That person needs to see it, feel it, hear it, see it again, because that's the way they learn. And we have to, when we're teaching anyone, just like we would kids, we need to understand their style of learning and make sure that we understand their style of learning. It's always about you with staff. Categorically, it's always about you. And let me tell you what, because you might say, well, they're just rubbish. Well, yeah, you hired them wrong then. So it's still about you because you hired them. So it's still about you. You didn't do a good enough job in hiring them. As long as you can look at you, you'll be able to change everything in your business. And this was so hard for me. And I wanted to share this with you. You've got to repeat it. You've got to repeat the training so they get it. Like you you can't keep thinking because you've told them once or twice that they're going to get it. I promise you now. Sometimes it takes a thousand. But but then once, you, like in my experience, guys, and I want to help you here is go, like sometimes the ones who take the longest to learn are the ones who stay the longest. It's a bit like your kids in martial arts, isn't it? Like, like they come along, they it takes them ages and ages and ages to get the basics down. You're thinking, oh, my life, they're not going to get it. And then all of a sudden they transform, they get it. They're the ones who stay longer because it's harder to attain. And sometimes that is the best thing. Make sure that you've got empathy, guys. Like empathize with your staff. And it comes, whether it's leadership, right the way through to everyone else, have empathy. One of the biggest things I was taught from my life coach, and, and I, I hold this true dearly every day in my life. Like, And this helps me in everyday life with my staff and everyone and you guys and everyone around me is that step into people's model of the world with no judgment. Let me repeat that. Step into people's model of the world with no judgment, i.e. have empathy with the way people are, what they say, have compassion, listen to them, understand them, yeah, respect them, respect their faiths, respect what they're all about, what their beliefs are, respect what their values are. 
because you have to do that being a leader rather than judging other people and the way they are, the way they think, because everyone is unique. And when you can do that, I promise you, you'll get more respect back from the other person. And that's what we, that's what I do a lot of now. You know, I really work hard on having empathy, understanding my staff, understanding little Johnny, understanding the parents, understanding everyone because I step into their world with no judgment. I have my own opinions, but it doesn't mean I don't respect them and respect their values. And honestly, guys, I want you to underline that. Step into people's world with no judgment. Don't judge people. Like, you'd be highly respected. My staff, no, I don't judge them. We have fun. I understand them very well. And when you understand your staff, man, you'll get the most out of them. They will respect you back and you have empathy with them. It's so important. Like I've got staff members who I, you know, I I understand and I have empathy for where they are and I understand what they want and they need. And there's some people, they want more money. Some people, they don't want more money. They want more freedom and they want the flexibility to have time off when they want. They get that. So one of my, my staff members, um, she had like, she, she had something really bad. I know her, one of her biggest values is flexibility because of her kids and because she likes a bit of freedom. Her old values is freedom. So she like, she had something happen in her family. So I said, that she, as soon as she messaged me, I said, have the week off paid. She come out and said, I, I really appreciate that. That is amazing. I do want to come in though, but I, I so appreciate that. You got to understand that that is, for that person, it's really important. I've got other people who want, who are motivated by the money. Other people are motivated by love. Like, so, so I, you know, I know like, I'll give them a hug. Yeah, I'll give them, I'll say, oh, you're amazing. Like, this is how you develop stuff. Not by just, I've told them here, teaching them all the same. You are crap. You are, you know, that's cool. That's cool. I call that, um, I call that Hitler leading. It, that's gone now. You don't need to dictate. You need to inspire. But you can inspire by understanding their values and having empathy. I've talked about treating them like a child. Every adult is like a child. You must treat them like they're walking. I, I, gonna, I can't say that enough. You need to, and also, we need to adapt. Just be adaptable. Be able to mould as an employer. Be able to mould as the leader. There's nothing more inspiring than a staff member looking at you, someone who can adapt, can mold, can have empathy, can motivate, inspire, understands them and has respect. Where you, you, you've got to be like water, like Bruce Lee says, like water. Keep flowing. Be adaptable as a leader. Like It's down to you. If you noticed a lot of this I'm talking about, it is down to you. It's not about them. Because the leader is the one who's leading the troops, who's leading your staff. They look for the leader. Yeah. When, and, and you know what, guys? I have empathy for you guys because it can be a lonely place. It's a lonely place being a leader because you're out in front. You're having to look at everyone, listen to their shit sometimes. Yeah. But you, you know what? You need to understand them and have empathy with them. You need to listen. You need to iterate, you know, and, and every day there's a new learning. I go into the offices and there's something new to learn. This person over there, that person, this person at that point, you learn something new about a person. And that's called being adaptable and open-minded. Talk about understand. Right, so one of the big things here I've got down is find out what they want. Like you can, like someone said to me, that, yeah, I can't get them um, to do the classes on the Saturday when I want to go to an event. I think it was Ben Waxter. And I said, hold on a minute. What are you, what are you paying them? And what's the incentive? 
He says, I'm paying him this. I'm doing that. I said, I'm sorry, but find out what he wants. Like what? So the question is, if you were going to do this, what would you want for this? What do you want? Now think about how powerful that is. Because generally what we do is we go, I want to pay you this. I want to give you this. That's not motivating for the individual because the individual wants something different. So if the individual wants something different, you're not going to get them to do that. This is very powerful, by the way. If you've got a partner, you might be able to do this as well. If you think about this, finding out what they want and giving it them. Quite powerful, isn't it? Because then they, can, they ain't going to say no. What do you want for this? Well, I, I'd like 200 pounds. Um, it would make it worthwhile for me. And, and I'd, I'd, I'd really want one of their new hoodies. Awesome. There you go. They go, now they're motivated. Well, I'm going to get 200 pounds and I'm going to get, oh, that sounds amazing. This is the hardest thing because we're always like, we'll always create barriers. I can't afford it. All this rubbish. Yeah, I can't afford to give them the time off. Here's the thing, guys. When you can understand this concept of what they want, find out what motivates them, find out what they want and give it them. You will have an army of staff who want to work for you. You have to sell the vision. Like staff are so important to your life. Like if anyone's watching this live feed, raise your hands if you lack having staff if you don't have enough staff to create the freedom or you've got staff but they frustrate you like if you look at this right for most people most school owners i i know that they lack in this area they've got some staff but they don't have an infrastructure i can now go away for a month and the business will run fine like that's where you want to be you want to be in that position where you create freedom it took me a long time to get there don't get me wrong but it's so important because if you find out what they want, okay, and give them what they want, okay, and serve them with a little bit in between, of course, there's a bit of negotiation, but you work it together rather than saying this is it and that's it. I promise you, you'll have loads. So I want to give you four things, okay, that are going to help you now before we finish up. Number one, create accountability for your staff. You've got to make sure they're accountable. You've got to make sure that they, you know, and the way that I do this now, we do a daily meeting. Lots of you won't be able to do this. It's fine. But I do a daily meeting for 15 minutes. We have a weekly meeting, okay, for 45 minutes. And that holds them accountable. You may do a Zoom, you know, like an online accountability thing. Find out where, where they're at. And the way you do that is what, what, what role are they in and what are they responsible for? So you need to create the responsibilities for the roles and then make sure that they're accountable for that each and every month, week. But here's the big thing that I want you to put in is then create, and this is smart, create a target for that role for that week or month or whatever you want to do. Targets are really powerful. So if you go, so I was, te- uh, I went into my staff meeting the other day, I ripped everything off the wall and I goes, right, this is what we're working on today. And I literally just went 10 new members uh, 10 new prospects with no ad spend this week, right? So I put it on the board and I said, right, what can we do with that? Got the team. I goes, right, this is what we can do. And then I went, right, you're going to deal with that. You're going to deal with that. You're going to deal with that. And that's your target. They came back into the room. Now, that was Wednesday last week. On Monday, they came back in. I said, I, I, well, actually, as of yesterday, so we're a day early, 20 member, 20 prospects booked in the diary no ad spend. Like, how cool is that? Because they've got targets. So you create the accountability, you create the targets, and then it, who's responsible for them roles? So you go, you're responsible for that. You're responsible for that. You're responsible for that within their skill sets. Really important, okay? And the final thing I'm going to say um, to help you guys is 
create a lot of love. Like some people will struggle with this, but people, they want to be like, if you look at society, they need a lot of love. A lot of people need the love. They need the, uh, they need the recognition. They need to feel wanted and heard. Like make sure that, that you, you create a bit of love for your team. Like don't, don't be resentful for your team. Like, you know, it's hard going home and moaning. He's just creating a negative vibe. Like make sure that you have a love for your team. Make sure you have a love for each individual, each individual. Make sure you have a passion for them. Make sure that they know you love them. Very powerful when you can do that. And the last one and the final one is make sure, I mean, there's way more I can teach you on staff. Like it's a whole like day. Um, but these are some of the things I wanted to give you today. Um, and number, no, the last one is definitely recognizing your staff, recognizing them for the great work that they do, recognizing them as, as a valuable asset. There's many times I text my staff or I'll do a public, you know, a public announcement and how proud I am of my staff. People love that. Birthdays, they all celebrate their birthdays. You know, recognition is so important when you want to develop a team. Don't knock them down. Don't knock them down in your mind and definitely don't knock them down publicly. You know, your team will create your freedom. And I'm proud to get where I am now. And I wanted to share this with you because I know how difficult it has been for me to get to the, the point that I'm at now. And I've got a lot of staff. And I want to say to you guys that it's one of the biggest things you need to work on in your business because if you don't have staff, you have no freedom. Then what happens is you start to lose the love for your martial arts. You feel it's a, like a job. It feels like you're doing the same thing over and over again. It feels like all this pressure gets on you and it doesn't need to be like that. You can create freedom when you learn to be world-class at developing staff. Have a phenomenal day in all you do, guys. I'm off to teach an amazing mastermind. And if you're ever, you know, if you're struggling or you want to go to that next level, come on to one of our mastermind programs. We go over all this in depth. It's such an amazing program. It absolutely blows people's minds and gets them to the next level. So um, I'm Gordon Bertram. Have a phenomenal day. Oh, and by the way, here's a sneak peek at something. Um, get set for an event that I'm putting on in June, uh, I think it's June or May. I can't remember which, which day. It's coming soon. But all I'm going to say is this. It's a two-day event, and it's less than £20. It's a two-day business event, and it's less than £20 to attend. That's all I'm going to say now, guys. It's going to be a phenomenal event. I'll speak to you soon, guys. Have a fantastic day. And for everyone listening, keep learning, growing, and you will succeed. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Martial Arts Business Podcast. You can follow Gordon personally on Facebook at Black Belt in Business. Also, join our free Facebook group, Martial Arts Business Mastery Community, for some great advice, tips, and support on building your martial arts empire. Keep learning, developing, and growing, and you will become a Black Belt in Business.